Here at Bill and Frank's Guilt-Free Pleasures, we often focus on songs that as soon as you hear them, bring back a flood of memories. And today's song is one of those for me especially. Might be a bit of a controversial choice for those who uh, would say this should be a guilty pleasure. We've, we've got a bit of um, flack on this, but we'll go into that later. Well, this is part of what we do, right? We take those guilty pleasures and we tell you that they're guilt-free. That's right. And right? We got some work to do today. Yeah, but it's a, I, think, I think the song is worth the work. Yeah. So this song was actually featured at my sister's wedding. Oh, was, really? Yeah, I thought it was at one of my uncle's weddings. Yeah. But it turns out it was actually at my sister's wedding and she chose it as the third song so you have your or i think the fourth song so your first song is the wedding song between the bride and the groom and i don't remember what their song was in my head it's a van halen song but that's (laughs) certainly not true (laughs) but i think what's more important what's more telling is you remember the fourth song and that atlantic stars always well this is, is the song that you remember the most well this would be a song that should be the dance between the bride and groom, right? So the, so my sister, I think, would have wanted this, but I think Kurt might have said no. This was the song that came on after the father's dance with the bride and the mom's dance with the groom. Yeah. And then I think it's the wedding party dance. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, I got to dance too. Yeah. Always. Oh, fantastic. It gets really hurtful when, say, I'm playing this to do some research today, and <laughs> it's playing in the background, and my lovely spouse, Ashley, while she was saying the prayers over dinner, she's like, dear Lord, bless this food that is set before us, and then she paused, and then you could hear this playing in the background, <laughs> and she says, and help us to handle daddy's music. <laughs> That's it might have been even rougher. She, and at one point she goes, could you please just stop this? Please turn this off. <laughs> so, Well, there, there's another we'll, – we'll, we'll get to it later, I'm sure. But uh, she uh, Ashley shows up in, in another story about this song too. So, yes, she does. Yeah, yeah. So okay. um, why don't we jump into uh, Atlantic Star and the Band a bit, right? Yeah. This is really the only song that I remember – from them, and this is '87, but they had been around for a decade before. Yeah, that's right. Um, had a had a bunch of sort of uh, uh, R&B hits, like uh, ballady R&B uh, hits in the in the late '70s, early '80s. Yeah, and they um, they formed in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, yeah, and they were. Um, is it? I just said upstate New York. I have no idea what that means. Do, do they? Do, well, it's it different might... from downstate New York. 
Well, I don't know. Yeah, I apologize I like to New York to people in New York. Albany like, Wait, is, yeah, no, they're not upstate New York. Isn't that Buffalo? That'd be upstate. I think they're closer to New York City. Yeah, let's say New York City. Sure. Yeah. So they're in downstate. They're in downstate, downstate New York. <laughs> okay. So they formed there. They moved from the south. They'd kind of moved the Lewis family, anyways. Yeah. There's uh, they they end up being the principal members in the end. Yeah, they're the nucleus of the of the band. Yeah, right? but I guess almost all of them went to the same high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, they, but they ended up moving to L.A. The band the, was quite a big band in the mid to late '70s when there they was, originally started. Yeah, there was like nine members, right? Something yeah. like that. Is yeah, they're, they're like the precursor to the Polyphonic Spree or something. They were a funk R&B band, but it yeah. was primarily like a funk band. So they did pretty, um, pretty good tunes that were that was big on that that scene, mm-hmm. but just didn't cross over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had a bunch of albums. I think this is their fourth album, something like that, right? At least, yeah. I think that they've had a. It could be more. It could be fifth or sixth. I don't. I'm not sure. But but there was a there was a mass exodus from the band. There was a uh, five members left all at once because they uh, they couldn't get uh, get along with the Lewis brothers. Um, yeah, who were who kept a lot of the royalties because well they you keep the royalties because they they have the publishing rights. They well, wrote, wrote exactly. the songs. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, Wayne Jonathan. And uh, David, David uh, Lewis, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Five of the five of the nine members left, and they just sort of brought in a bunch of new musicians, new members, members to the to to the group. Um, and what's what's a kind of a almost like the a Shelley Long type of um, situation? The original female singer from the band, uh, Sharon Bryant, she uh, she left the band and did her own solo gig. But she's kind of famously known for turning down basically all the songs that made Janet Jackson's album Control a huge success. Like they brought the songs to her, the songwriters brought the songs to her, and she said, nah, not on my album. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hindsight, right? (laughs) Yeah. So with the new lead singer, so with Barbara Weathers joining after Sharon Sharon Bryant, after she left? Yeah. I got that right. Yeah. So after Sharon Bryant leaves, you have Barbara Weathers comes on. Yep. And then they do an album and then this album that this is on. So the album before, they have a song on it called Secret Lovers. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're, we're going to talk, we're going to compare and contrast these yeah. two songs a little bit, I, yeah. I think, because it's uh, uh, it, it got Bill a little bothered. Yeah, t- totally. It's like the opposite of this song. Yeah. It's about, there's a video, and we'll post it in the show notes, where... Barbara Weathers opens it by talking about if you have a fine man and you love him so much, but you meet another man and he's even finer. And then this song is about how you're able to keep both of them because you keep it a secret. Like, what? Yeah. No. It's basically the plot to part-time lovers. Yeah. But it's still not, it does not match the fairy tale-ness of this song. There are a handful of songs that I would call like quintessential wedding songs, and this is this is definitely in the top five. Right? Mm, yeah. So uh, yeah, well, I guess I guess we're jumping into it right now. But yeah, a song about cheating versus a song about being with someone forever and starting starting a family, and uh, and we're going to jump into those lyrics a little bit because uh, I think they hallmark hallmark these lyrics. Oh my goodness, this is, it's incredible. But the Secret Lovers song really kind of, I'd say it would almost tarnish it, but it, but thankfully this song came afterwards. Yeah. So we can say that they let, let go of that life of, what's the Duplicitousness? word? Duplicitousness? 
Is that a uh, word? Yeah, that would be it. Because it's not even, it's not, that's not an open relationship. That's like, that's, it's a cheating relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, yeah. Frank Pearson, Human Dictionary. <laughs> so a uh, little bit of trivia about oh, wait, this song. Wait, do people know my last name yet? They do now. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. I think about time we say our last name. Oh, exactly. James Anthony Carmichael, producer of one of their earlier albums in the early 80s. Yep. Heard this song. They brought the song to him. And he said, nah, it doesn't fit the songs that are on this album. Save it for a future album. Yeah. Which is insane to me because this is by far their best song it's, to me. It's their biggest song. Yeah. yeah. So it was originally written in 82. Exactly. So they sat on this thing for five years. Yeah. Like through that whole band breakup and then into uh, into the new lineup and everything. And in some ways, I mean, we, there's an article in Stereo Gum that we both read where the argument was this song sounds like it's from the early 80s. Yeah. It has that feel to it. Yep. And so when this became a number one in 87, it was kind of one of the last songs that had this feel. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, uh, you listen to it and it's just like, okay, what can you compare it to? And, and we'll get into some of these categories later, but it's it's Endless Love by uh, Lionel Richie and Diana Ross, which exactly. was like, these, those types of songs were burning up the charts in like the earlier yeah. mid 80s, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, it has me thinking about that era. So 87, that goes number one. And a little li- later, Sheriff, when I'm with you, also does that. And it, it yeah. is also similar in terms of it's a, I mean, I don't, maybe that's not a fair comparison, but that that type of a ballad, yeah. just kind of making a comeback, that was also from 82. That's so right. These, yeah, yeah. That was, that was sat on for a while, too. I, yeah. Well, it was released in 82. It just yeah. didn't really popularize yeah. until uh, until the late 80s, right? So, so there was an appetite for this. Yeah. So even though music's moving on and yeah. it's it's got a little more beat to it and all that, there's yeah. still a desire for this type of song. This- it's right at the end of the genre, um, like the quiet storm genre. Yeah, so like yeah. Freddie Jackson, Luther Vandross, like, yeah. like those guys, yeah. right? Like yeah. really soulful, like melodic, ballady R&B songs. And so it's time. Let's dive into these lyrics. Oh, <laughs> this is, this is going to be fun. This is uh, fun or painful. I'm not sure. Well, I think the power of the song is the sound. Yeah, and their their vocals, right? Like that, that it, it somehow they come together in this perfect way. It wouldn't have worked in '82, I think, with the previous lead singer. Yeah, um, but Barbara Weather's voice is the key to this yeah. song, I would argue. Yeah, and what I like about it too is uh, the way that they sing. They're not trying to one up each other. Like it's it's a marriage of song, and it's a song about marriage, <laughs> right? Cause, cause they 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 work together so well. Don't laugh at me. I uh, I, I couldn't say it. I don't know if I could say it better, but I definitely couldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed that I said that. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's something to it because neither of them are powerhouse vocalists. No, yeah. That the song ends up being the thing you remember, mm-hmm. and then you have to research what the name of the band was. But I I like those songs that exist. That only exists as a sort of moment. Mm-hmm. And again, I bring this up all the time. We don't use the term one hit wonder here. No. But um, but there is something about, uh, we do like coming to these songs that had their big moment. Yeah. And this is yeah. definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it jumps, it, it starts off, um, who's who's the dude that sings on it? Which one of the- David Lewis. Lewis. David Lewis, yeah. yeah. And it's like, girl, you are to me all that a woman should be. And I dedicate my life to you always. 
And it, it like these are wedding vows, right? Like they're basically singing wedding vows, like 80s wedding vows. Yeah, because she responds with, a love like yours is rare. It must have been sent from up above. And I know that we'll stay this way for always. Yeah, like this is... Um, so yeah, your not your introduction to this song, but your your memory of this song was uh, was at your sister's wedding. But I think my introduction to this uh, to this song, it must have been at a family wedding in the late oh, 80s, yeah. early 90s. Yeah, because it like you couldn't get married without playing this song, or else I think it was illegal to be married. Girl, you are to me all that a woman should be, and I dedicate. It captures all the elements of what crazy infatuation is like yeah. when you are like super young and you have this intoxicating belief in this love that's going to last forever. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be perfect Perf- the entire time. Oh, yeah. And it just keeps going. No problems. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, this is partially what I like about the song is it captures that, even though you yeah. could also look at it and say, this is. A recipe for disaster. Yeah. So I would yeah. joke that if you believe this, then this probably was the wedding song for your first marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a certain naive, naivete about it, right? Like it's it's uh, like that unrequited, uh, like perfect love, which, okay, maybe I'm a little bit jaded, but uh, I, I think you got to work at things. It's, oh, I it, think so. it doesn't just fall in, into your lap. I mean, look, Ashley doesn't like this song and you still love her, right? I do. Yeah. But this certainly brought up troubles. We're gonna have to get a uh, we're gonna have to see a musicologist therapist to try to work <laughs> these things out. So uh, speaking of uh, the family part, the I'm just gonna talk. I just want to talk about the second verse. We'll talk about the chorus later. Oh, yeah, but yeah, the yeah, second yeah, yeah. verse, this is incredible. Yeah, where it begins with. Come with me. Right, so no teenage rebellion, no pot dabbling in uh, illicit substances or emptying out the your liquor cabinet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> letting no. them grow awkward grade seven and eight years. Yeah, like I I don't have any kids, but um, like is life all like you you have a toddler? Yeah, and what's what's life like that? Like is it is it all perfect and sweet? Like let's make a family. It's gonna be perfect. It's gonna be awesome like i know you love your 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 uh your son and everything but like yeah they're trying times right yeah oh yeah i love him but bringing joy always like well i guess you have to define joy differently but there's like when he poured water all over me during the the bath today it wasn't like oh that's awesome thanks for for doing it after i said don't do it he said okay i'm gonna do it again i think he said all right i'll do it again like well wait oh no now i have to now I had to stand up. Yeah. Did you stand up to your three-year-old son? I did, and then he poured water on me again. <laughs> so we'll talk about this off mic, my failures as a stern dad. <laughs>
the the stereo gum article had had a great line and let me see if i can find it here real quick it's an awful sunny vision of what it's like to raise kids um and maybe it's an attempt to immortalize the misty misty optimism of relationships early days yeah i think that's a perfect way of putting it yep she responds because it's call and response too. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She responds yeah. with, "Oh boy, I love you so. I can't find enough ways to let you know, but you can be sure I'll know for always." Not sure that's the strongest. Yeah. lyrical um achievement no in song history there but it works for for what this song is it's it's a pretty simple song and like i said it i guess you you can't really write a love song about like you know we're gonna struggle with the budget one day and we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna like want to go to the same restaurant some nights and it you know Life's going to be difficult and, and love isn't easy, right? Like no one wants to hear that song when they're dancing at their wedding, right? That's true. Yeah, we don't want that at wedding songs. No, that's true. No. <laughs> Realistic love. I think I'm going to write that song. Let's talk about the chorus here, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're like the sun chasing all of the rain away. And when you come around, you bring brighter days. So, I mean, obviously the, the sunny imagery is, is is there, right? And uh, you're the perfect one. And this is one one thing I liked is you're the perfect one. So she, it's, it's, uh, it's them both singing. So they're not – it's like you're not – you're the perfect man. You're the perfect woman. It's, it's, it's written in such a way that – Anyone can sing this song, right? So it's just li- something little like that. That's uh, um, that. Well, I guess because they're both singing at the same time, and you know, if, if he's singing woman and she's singing man, it doesn't make sense. But it's it just like, eh, I don't know. I, it was just a little thing that I that I noted that uh, that I thought was a. Uh, I don't know if it's clever or not, but you know, it's something. <laughs> You're clever, Frank. Well, I think so. Yeah. So they have the pre-chorus and the chorus, and that pre-chorus yep. is the, and we both know there's yep. our O's, that our love will grow, mm-hmm. and forever it'll be you and me. We've covered basically the the, chief, the the lyrics. You have the yeah. two verses, and then you have the, the pre-chorus, pre-chorus and chorus, the chorus yeah. and then you have the pre-chorus, chorus, and then the musical interlude. Yeah, there's the musical interlude, and and that's uh um has this sort of quasi orchestra orchestraic or orchestral, orchestral orchestral. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, kind of build in it. 
And this is similar to, to what we talked about with our Stevie Wonder episode is you're expecting a key change. Yeah. But there is no key change. I gotta say, I admire that you know what a key change is. I no, listened wait, to it. Didn't, didn't Stevie... No, Stevie Wonder had a lot of key changes. Had a lot of the, key changes, yeah. What, what, uh, Take That did not have the key yes, change. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Take That, yeah. yeah. But you were able to catch the key changes in the Stevie Wonder song where I didn't really know it. And then I even tried to put them into, this, into the episode and I still wasn't sure if there was a key change. I have a confession for you. Yeah? I'm a secret musician. Oh, gee, all this time. I know, right? Yeah. Wow, no wonder we're doing so well at this. <laughs> I, I know music terms real good. Okay. So, all right, the orchestral build, then it goes back. They they, they don't go crazy, right? No. This is why there's no key change, maybe, is that they're yeah. just going to just do their thing. Yeah, and they, they, they let it... Uh, it still brings it home, right? Because yeah. you have that uh, musical interlude. You're expecting that dramatic sort of explosion, that key change or whatever, but it's not there, but it still really works and still just takes the song home, right? It doesn't doesn't distract from what it already was. Right. And this is a song that seeks not to distract. Yes. Do you have a favorite part of the song? Other than the entire song? Yeah, other than the entirety, can you give me a particularity? Um, I, I think the um, pre-chorus, right? And we both know that our love will grow because that's the first time that they really harmonize together, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of really like that. I mean, this is like... Full disclosure, in case you haven't uh, realized that this is a really schmaltzy song and a really schmaltzy episode. <laughs> yes, so, like, yes. I'm just, I'm, I'm leaning into this hard. Like, yeah, as we should. Yeah, this is what we're about. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're kind of coming back to our roots here. I think so. Yeah, and uh, I think my favorite is, I think my first favorite is at the very end okay. where they do the ooze together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good too. And yeah. then the other part I really like is when she says, "Yeah." Yeah, it's something like oh, that. at the end of the um, that pre-chorus. The that, pre-chorus. Yeah. I love just the, her voice, what she does. I mean, I know they're blending together, and it, it blends yeah. nicely. Yeah. But but her voice, just there's something to it that's so pretty. Yeah. And bright. It, it really is, and it's neat because it's bright, and the song is chased, it, you know, the sun chases the rain away. Yeah, there, there's that imagery. Her voice chases the rain away. Yeah. So, um, Barbara Weathers, you're out there. Way to go. And her name is Weathers. Oh, my Just goodness. Just like the sun. Wow. This is serendipitous for her, I think. This is meant to be. This is. Just like this song, is the, the two were meant to be. Yeah. It's all coming together. It all comes together. She ended up leaving the band, but, you know, yeah. at, the, at this time, <laughs> it was meant to be. If you are one of the female leads, none of them seem to last too long. No, they, and they have kind of a short shelf life. Yeah. It just sounded like it wasn't a happy place. Um, David Lewis ended up leaving the band and going into, like, Christian music. Oh, like, okay. He does ministry and he called to apologize to Barbara Weathers oh, really? about her treatment. So she talked about that in a documentary I watched, and she was grateful for it. I got to say, this song feels a lot like special music you would have heard in the mid-'80s at church. At church, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. in the video, 
they're oh. when they're when they're singing holding your hands up and then putting fists like making a fist and yeah. holding your hands back up i'm like i've seen this i saw yeah. this in church well let, let's talk about the video because i'm i'm assuming before they released the song as a single they would have recorded the video right yes so when when it's released as a single then it starts charting that's how it gains popularity right i think that's how the music industry works yeah basically so they shot the video before they released it as a single, but in the video, there's cuts of uh, of wedding scenes and everything. So this video knew what this song was before anyone oh, yeah. else knew what this song was. Uh, my sense is the A&R people. Yeah. What does A&R stand for? Arts and Recreation. Yeah, it's just, a, it must be. Yeah. <laughs> there's someone's, someone's shaking their fist. At their radio right now. <laughs> Wonder why we don't even know what an A&R rep. But an A&R rep. An I, A&R I, rep. I, like, I like that someone is listening to this podcast on a radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, uh, you know the people who are in charge at, uh, I think it was Columbia Records by then, are just saying, um, no, no, no. This is the song. And, yep. and traditionally, I feel like back in those days, you'd have a First single you'd put out yeah. isn't expected to be the big one. It's the second it's all, single. The second one, yeah. 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 And so this was the second single. They knew it was going to be huge and they were right. Yeah. So the video, you have them doing their singing. He's he's dressed in a, I believe it's a double-breasted suit, but it's open, so I can't tell. Yeah. She's got a lovely dress on. Sh- uh, like strapless. Strapless. Like shoulders looks, exposed yeah. with the gloves and everything. Oh, yeah. And just that classic Oh, it, is, it, it reeks of 87. Oh, it's awesome. And then they just have these um, scenes of lovers together. But yeah. I got to say, this video has more tension than the song does, because at oh, yeah. one point, the Girl keeps swatting away yeah, that's boy's right. hand. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. away from me. Yeah. And then they make up. Yeah. So at 3.30, they're in a fight. But at 3.53, they're, oh, back, they're together back together. They're back together, hugs and lifts her in the air and they spin. Yeah. And and early in the video, it shows uh, they do like a drive-by of this like uh, really nice house and everything. And Yeah. You know, it, it's uh, like this is what marriage is. It's, it's love. It's houses. It's, I don't know. Cars, I don't know. What's marriage like? Oh, tell me. Love houses, cars, that yeah. sounds like part of it. And then you got to pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, but in the video, they, they also show like an older couple and, yeah. and it goes, it was, it was pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, this The the video suits the song 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yes, this is a, yeah. I mean, it's not the greatest video of all time. No. By any stretch. <laughs> no. But it does fit the, what what's going on in this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we we alluded to this earlier. We sort of mentioned how Ashley doesn't like this song, but do you remember the first time she heard this song from us? Yeah. So we were out, and we're, I think we were watching the Olympics or something. Well, Ashley was at, at a gig. Oh, yeah. She was the, doing she a She was jazz. singing yeah. at uh, Queen's Landing. Queen's Landing, yeah. She just finished like a three-hour set of jazz music. It was well-received. And then we started talking to her about Atlantic Star, and she had no idea who yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, I think I think we suggested that she should cover it. Yeah, we yeah, that's yeah. right. And she didn't know it. And then I think either you or I, I think I must have said this. I said, "Girl, you are to me all that a woman should be." And then you kicked in. But what she wasn't planning on was us 
singing the entire song. Yeah. And I, I think people around us, in my mind, the way I remember this, I think people stood up and clapped or they stood up and walked away. <laughs> they certainly saw us because we yes. didn't, we weren't quiet and no. we got louder as we sang. Yeah. And then the ooh part, we didn't quite hit the notes, but we went for it. I don't think we've ever hit the notes. No, we never did hit the notes. <laughs> Ashley was not impressed. She was, she laughed. Yeah, but I, I think it was... It was a nervous laughter because people were glaring at us, maybe. I don't Could've know. Been. <laughs> Could have been. I was I was super impressed with ourselves. I thought we did a great job. <laughs> All right. I got a category for you. Okay. So I'm going to alter it a little bit. Usually I say, could Michael Bolton sing this song yes. or should? Yeah. But I'm going to have this here. This is, check out this combo. Could, should, will Michael Bolton and Celine Dion do a duet cover of this song? They should. They should. I, agree. I think so. Uh, they I, I, could I, I, take I, it to heights. I I think that they would sing it in such a way that it would it basically explode the song so it could never be recreated again. Is it a black hole or a big bang? Yeah. Well, black hole is a, is a, is a good... Uh, I was going to say it's like a nuclear uh, explosion, right? It would just sort of shred everything apart. But yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll, we'll wait. The whole world will end when they get this together. <laughs> well, there's another, actually, there's another two who I could totally picture singing this. Yeah. And also leads into Song Universe mm-hmm. mixtape. Uh, Lionel Richie, Dinah Ross could totally have done this. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, this is basically Endless Love and this song. There's some there's some the similarities. Same. I mean, I would I would argue "Endless Love" has more complexity going on and more interesting yeah. in terms of lyrics and stuff like yeah. that. No offense, Lewis Brothers, mm-hmm. but um, but definitely within the song universe, the sort of "Endless Love" would would work with the "Forever." Mm-hmm. Do you have any other songs that you would put with this? Oh, the, well, this is a wedding song, right? Yeah. So if I'm making a, a wedding song like mixtape, mm-hmm. like. If I'm really trying to romance someone and like with really sugary schmaltzy music, yeah, um, glory of love, yep, uh, Luther Vandross here and now, yeah, I have that on my list. Yeah, good. Um, back at one, Brian McKnight, yeah, I that's think a good it one. is right in there. Yeah. Freddie Jackson had some some great songs. I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. I think Richard Marks is now and forever. Oh yeah, yeah, work. yeah. Um, I'm not sure that would work as a wedding song because it's just from the man to the woman yeah. whereas this one like you said yeah. this is about the perfect one not yeah. about you know they're not yeah picking one or the other yeah and then uh like if, if we're gonna talk uh like again wedding songs all for ones i swear mm-hmm. um and then uh I'll, I'll close it out with on bended knee by uh boys to men yeah that's great that is great i had another one written down with the same theme but it just wouldn't work musically yeah that together forever by rick astley it's the same it's basically the same plot. well yeah it's basically the the same the same uh same plot right yeah. like same theme going yeah but through. it doesn't have that feel yeah. of like people watching someone dance i'm i'm actually surprised that you didn't make together forever your wedding song that you slow danced to ashley with at your wedding well if we'd met in grade five and got married in grade six eh, it could have happened yeah <laughs> there have been a there have been a bunch of covers of yeah. The song, right. I, Did you I, listen to any of them? I, I listened to a Johnny Mathis cover. Me too. <laughs> That's the one I listened to is Johnny yeah. Mathis, and I, one a couple of things came to my head. One is, oh, this sounds almost identical. And yeah. two, I think he's like seventy three when he recorded that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. I was just shocked that they thought in 
2010 that this would be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been sampled on a couple of hip hop uh, albums yeah. too. It was a uh, Method Man had it in one of uh, okay. the sample of this in one of his songs. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, it's still a. Uh, Still got has legs, I guess, right? Like if, if people are sampling and and uh, and covering the song, I, I would think that it would lend itself to like a country cover, but I don't know of any off the top of my head. Because... Well, there's time for it. Well, yeah. A Hallmark movie, yeah, this oh, is yeah. a Hallmark movie, but I... it has no plot. Yeah, it's just a couple in love, right? Yeah. Like I said, I think this song out Hallmark's Hallmark. Yeah, totally. At what point in your next date are you going to play this song? Is that a, how's that for a question? That's a, <laughs> it's very specific too. Yeah, I I think I think anytime you put it like on sorry on a first date or would you play this song on a first date? Oh no 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 not unless I was crazy like for her. Well, yeah, but like still you you don't want to scare her away. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, you wouldn't play Secret Lovers though. No, because I don't want her cheating on me right away <laughs> no. either. Okay. No, like this is a, like I'm assuming this is a girl I just met on Craigslist or something. Yeah. And then uh, is Craigslist still a thing? I like to think that it is. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, no. It, this is this is like a a tenth date song, but as a joke. But also to gauge what what, yeah. what she's thinking. Funny, not funny. Yeah. But not but you don't mean it that way. <laughs> joke, not joke. Exactly. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. If she responds Im- improperly or if she responds. Yeah. Depends poor, on the response. Like, ha ha ha, this was I'm so, I'm joking. I'm as that single tear goes yeah. down your cheek and you put the ring back into your pocket. <laughs> That's it. If I ever propose it's to this yeah, song. To this one. Uh could you when you propose, I will sing it from the gazebo Niagara Lake. Oh fantastic. Where they filmed the uh, the dead zone. The dead just zone. Dead. <laughs> just brings it all full circle. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, would Chris Newkirk like this song? There is no way I think Chris Newkirk would like no, this song. No way. He would have to give up all sort of pop sensibility to 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 like this song or, or lose all, any street cred that he had. I mean, this is the great thing is we don't have any street cred, so it's we're allowed to like this song. Chris, uh, I don't think he likes this song at all. What do you think? He definitely doesn't like this song. So no? I was texting with Jade <laughs> and this Chris's spouse, Jade, who's also really good friends of ours. And she sent me a text saying, Chris was listening to some god-awful song a few nights ago on his phone. I said, oh, my ears hurt. This song is awful. I bet Bill is making you listen to it, isn't he? <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, yeah, that's always. Yeah. <laughs> just, so. I'm so excited that they hated that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Chris made some mention about something about my soul. And I had to make a decision about what I liked and make a stand. And then I had this whole bit about, well, I met a guy at a crossroads and he said I could have a podcast if I agreed to like this song. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Chris actually sent us some audio here. Oh, did he? So uh, let's, let's play it. Hey, Bill. Hey, Frank. You know, usually your podcast is sun chasing all of the rain away. And when a new episode comes around, it brings brighter days. But I have my doubts about this one. Because as much as I was hoping nostalgia would be the sugar on the pill to make this song tolerable, always is. Guys, the lyrics may be the worst 
you've showcased yet. And let's be honest. <laughs> We've unpacked some pretty bad lyrics together. Um, yeah, for once, a song like this, I think at a second grade level, could be considered a compliment. I guess it would be one thing if, you know, you just like the music. But is there any music in this song, really? All I can hear are those juvenile words beaming bold and proud, like they're about to be studied across college campuses for decades. Uh, I know you're going to be playing this card, but I think choosing this as your wedding song is about as misguided a way to start one's marriage as sleeping with the stripper at your bachelor or bachelorette party. Just saying. So no, <laughs> clearly, I do not like the song. I can't find enough ways to let you know, but you can be sure, of course, for always. Can't say I'm surprised with what he just said, but that, no. that did cut a bit deep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh. well, I mean... Chris, there's there's still room in this universe for you to like this song somewhere. Yeah. I mean, maybe you just need to come to terms with things, but uh, um, you, I don't think you're you're gonna sway Bill and I from yeah. liking this song. Yeah, maybe you need to live our lives and see things through our eyes, and you'd understand that this is a wonderful song. So we we hope you have been able to see through our eyes on this episode and understand that this song is indeed a guilt-free pleasure, and you should not be ashamed of liking this song. Just open up, enjoy it for what it is, and it will be with you always. 